This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It's Thursday, March 15th, and we're talking some Cardinals baseball. Pleased to be joined by Cards reporter for MLB.com, Joe Trezza. Thanks, as always, Joe, for taking some time with us. I know you're at the game right now as we talk Thursday afternoon, the Cards playing, and um, Jack Flaherty, prospect on the hill right now. Without giving us play-by-play, how is he looking so far? Jack Flaherty's been a major focus. Uh, for the Cardinals this spring, particularly Mike Matheny and Mike Maddox, who have spent considerable time with him on the backfields recently in an attempt to kind of refine his secondary pitches and kind of give him more weapons for what they expect will be a year in which they need him um, at some point coming out of the rotation. Uh, The interesting thing about Flaherty is that when you talk about secondary pitches, they actually mean his two-seam fastball, his sinking fastball. Uh, whereas, as, as for most pitchers, you would think that would that would be a breaking ball. But Flaherty's slider is so naturally good, um, and it was so good last year during during a little stint as a rookie where he wasn't very effective overall. But his slider was so good that they're not really working on that pitch all that much. They're focused on the two seam fastball as a way to kind of complement that strikeout pitch. So they're kind of working his development in reverse. Um, he already has the wipeout pitch, and now they're they're trying to refine the pitches to get him to that two strike count. And that's been a challenge for him. Uh, he's playing. Uh, the Cardinals are playing the Orioles right now during Flaherty's second start, I believe, it was against the Orioles in Sarasota, and he struggled mightily. He gave up a, a grand slam uh, to Manny Machado the second time through the order on that uh, two-seam fastball that kind of leaked back right into the middle of, of the plate, um, and Machado made him pay. So now he gets, gets to face the Orioles again two weeks later, more or less, um, and, and see how that pitch has progressed. Um, and the Cardinals are really excited about it. And he's kind of like Jekyll and Hyde with those two pitches right now. Um, the really, really effective slider and, and the, the moving fastball that has a lot of movement, but uh, the Cardinals uh, just need him to harness a little better. When you go from, let's go from the young guy there, Flaherty, to a guy, Adam Wainwright, who pitched last night, both sides of the spectrum. Wainwright, uh, 36 years old, having a, looking to have a bounce-back season. And you wrote an article about him. I guess he's eliminated the, the Internet from day-to-day life. He's not doing a lot of social media and all that, and it seems to work. He went five innings uh, last night, allowing just an unearned run. Uh, talk about the progress you've seen from, from Wainwright this uh, spring training. Well, w- Wainwright entered camp extremely determined to prove people wrong that think that he can't rebound from – um, an injury plague season last year that was statistically the least productive of his career. Uh, on one of the first days of, of spring training, uh, he gathered the, the media together and made an announcement that he wouldn't talk about his contract status. This is the last year of his contract. He wouldn't talk about uh, what's going to happen with him after this season with the Cardinals. Um, he wasn't going to talk about his future. He was just focused on the now and proving people wrong who didn't think that he could be the pitcher that he used to be. So that's been a major theme of his spring, and part of that 
he says is is eliminating distractions, kind of putting the horse blinders on um, and just controlling what he can control and not focusing on uh, some of the outside chatter or attention that his spring is getting. And uh, most recently that has manifested in him uh, completely abstaining from the Internet for three weeks or at least trying to. I know we're all kind of addicted to our phones and the Internet, and baseball players are no different. There's a lot out there, you know, about them, you know, when they look at their phone. It's very it's very difficult to avoid. So um, Wainwright's tried to... Uh, he's trying for three weeks to just cut all of that out and not focus on any of it, um, not the technology, not the chatter, not the conversation, not any of it. Um, and he's having a sensational spring. Uh, he's been tinkering on the backfields with a lot of different arm angles and different types of pitches, you know, like making his, uh, turning his, making his cutter maybe cut certain ways sometimes and you know, to, to trying to make his two-seamer run a certain way at a different time, just like tinkering to where he doesn't only have four or five pitches, he can kind of branch them out and to make them more like nine or ten pitches, hopefully. Um, he's been working with deception. He's been working with Mike Maddox and talking about pitch sequencing a lot. Uh, they, they've been trying to find outs at the top of the strike zone more than they did last year. So uh, everything's kind of an experiment right now with Adam Wainwright. Um, and he's seeing results early on on, on, the, on the field anyway. He has a, a, a 0.84 ERA through three starts. So um, whether that translates uh, to regular season success kind of remains to be seen, but it has certainly been a, a, a positive beginning for Wainwright. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we'd all benefit a little bit from uh, going a few weeks without Internet and phone use, as hard as that is in most professions now, but sometimes it helps to focus more. It still remains to be seen if he can actually do it, though, right? right. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> true. A lot of people say he can, but. Definitely a challenge. Uh, let's stay with the rotation, uh, Joe, for a minute. Talking with Cards reporter Joe Trezza right now. Uh, Carlos Martinez, opening day starter for the second straight year. I mean, pitching's always been a strength with the Cards when they've been successful over the last, you know, two decades. They, but last year, they're more middle of the pack, 10th overall in terms of uh, in terms of pitching uh, an ERA. Martinez did have an all-star season. What are you looking for from Martinez so far? Does he seem ready to even take it up another notch going into this year and be and be a leader on this rotation? Well, the Cardinals are certainly looking for him to take that next step. Um, they, they understand and believe that he has all-world talent, but they also acknowledge the fact that he still, uh, at this point in his career, he's been, he's been around quite a while, he still hasn't kind of graduated to that extreme upper echelon in terms of the, the game's best pitchers, maybe the five or six best arms in baseball. Uh, they believe Carlos Martinez can get there, uh, but they, they also believe that he still needs to work to get there, right? He, so they hope Mike Maddox's influence um, helps, him, ha, helps him make that, that step. Uh, Maddox has worked with many great pitchers over the years, uh, but most recently he worked with Steven Strasburg and, and Max Scherzer, and the Cardinals are kind of encouraging Carlos to, and really all their young pitchers, to watch great pitchers, even if they're on the, other, the, the opposing side. Watch what they do in between starts. Watch how they, they handle the, you know, their stuff and, and, and control their emotions and, and how they're consistently great. The Cardinals really hope that Martinez can make that step this season um, and turn, really turn from an incredible talent into a great pitcher. Uh, that said, he is the most important piece for this rotation. Uh, the, the, the questions surrounding him aren't as, I guess, loud or as advanced or as... Um, I'm not sure what the other word for it would be than they are surrounding all the other pitchers in the rotation, right? there, Adam Wainwright, they don't really know you know, how much he has left at, at age 36. Miles Mikolas comes over from Japan. He hasn't pitched in this league in three years. 
um, they're not really sure what they're going to get out of him. They, they hope they know, but they, no one really knows. Luke Weaver is a guy who had a really nice debut last year, a really nice rookie cameo uh, last year. But again, there are questions surrounding how much he's going to develop. Um, so really up and down, there's this wide range of possible outcomes in the rotation. And, and with that comes some uncertainty, right? And, and the one piece that they know is going to be is, is going to be at the top of their rotation is, is Carlos Martinez. So uh, he, he brings some stability no matter how excellent he is because they know he's going to be some degree of excellent. Um, but, if he, again, if he can graduate and to that upper echelon of pitchers, then they're much better off. Yeah, it always is hard, as you said, making that next step going from mm-hmm. very good pitcher to great leader of a staff that's you know in the playoffs, and I think that's the next step for Martinez. Uh, let's let's switch to the lineup for a bit. Two guys I just want you to touch on how they're looking. One, Matt Carpenter recovering from a back injury. Heard, uh, heard his back lifting some weights, I think, before camp, right? And um, how did he look uh, recently when he came back? And also Marcelo Zuna, of course, the big piece added in the offseason. Uh, talk a little bit about those. Those two guys right so carpenter hurt his back weightlifting i believe it was five days before position players were officially slated to report now there are a lot of position players here early and matt carpenter was one of them doing extra work and he sprained his back doing a you know during a lift and for the first five days he admitted he was in a lot of pain now he ended up missing about three weeks but he also said the other day by his locker that that's something to the extent of if this, if this was september i would have come back come back two weeks ago. So really the Cardinals were being careful with him. They, they're willing to sacrifice time in spring for at-bats come summer, basically. They don't want this to be an issue that lingers. And frankly, uh, when Carpenter returned this week, he looked like he was in midseason form. He, he drew two easy walks during his first game against the Marlins, and then the next day he singled and homered in two at-bats against Justin Verlander. So Matt Carpenter is also... He also has kind of a fire under him this year. He's really disappointed with the way his season turned out last year when he only hit 241, and he reached base a very good amount of time, and, 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 and he hit 23 homers. But he, he's felt that in the past few years, like a lot of hitters around the league, he's been sacrificing contact and average for power, and frankly, he's sick of it. He spoke candidly and, and eloquently at his locker for about a half hour earlier this week uh, just about his approach this season and how it's different and how he really wants to go back to being that doubles machine type hitter, uh, grinder type hitter that he, he was when he first came up. Um, he said something to the extent of, I'd rather have hit 300 with 15 homers and 50 doubles than I would hit 270 with 30 homers. And that, that is a significant kind of psychological switch for him. And I think you're seeing it a, a lot more around the league, especially with hitters who used to be kind of have this elite gap-to-gap skill set that's been devalued in, uh, over the past few seasons in light of hitting home runs and, and, and driving the ball in the air. And after a, a winter where the free agent market really didn't pay those guys very well, you have some of these hitters thinking, why am I sacrificing what I'm good at for, for power if I'm not going to hit you know, 50 home runs or something like that? Matt Carpenter said, hey, well, why am I sacrificing all this for power when I won't hit 50 anyway. I'm only going to hit 25, which I can do even with my old approach. So he's very motivated to kind of show people that he can go back to being the hitter that he was uh, earlier in his, in his career. And so far in spring, he's off to a delayed but very successful start doing that. Uh, Marcelo Zuna has also kind of caught fire uh, for this team recently. Uh, just over the past few days, his offense has really clicked. Mike Matheny has been throwing his A 
lineup out there for the first time pretty consistently, and it's clicked with with Ozuna kind of in the middle of it. Um, and the Cardinals need him to be the linchpin of that lineup, a guy who not only drives and runs but makes everybody else better around him uh, and also somebody who, who hits good pitching well. He, he has that reputation as a hitter who hits elite pitching, doesn't just beat up on kind of uh, kind of lower-level arms. So um, the Cardinals believe he could be an impact bat. Um, personally, I think it was an underrated pickup picking him up this, uh, when they acquired this year from the Marlins. And Stan got a lot of press, but our, Marcelo Zuna was one of the top offensive players in the National League last year, and he has a skill set that is, uh, is admired around the league. So uh, if, if he can be the hitter that the Cardinals expect him to be, then this lineup should be in good shape. Absolutely, and Ozuna will be key if they're gonna, Cardinals will avoid missing the playoffs for three straight years for the first time since the late 90s. Ozuna will be key to making sure that doesn't happen. Uh, Joe, great stuff as always. We appreciate the time very much. I'm Darwin Zook, and thanks for tuning in on MLB.com Extras. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.